You're now listening to The Cadence Sprint. Hey everyone, welcome to the Cadence Sprint. Uh, these are shorter versions of our podcast where I just tackle a topic that I'm passionate about that I hope is of value to you. And today I want to talk about the importance of really understanding our interests, our hobbies, and our passions. Now, I look at interests, hobbies, and passions in a pretty specific way. And these are of my own definition. I'm sure there are others out there. So I'm not going to say that this is the right way, it's just a way of envisioning them. So as a starting ground, like interests, hobbies, and passions, they matter. You know, if you listen to our upcoming episode with Jamie Boucher about the power of play, you're really going to hear how important engaging in things just because you love it is important to us being healthy as human beings. And I think there's a lot involved here that we could get into. But the reason I started breaking this up, interests, hobbies, and passions, is to help people that I work with really take a very specific look at their life and decide where they want to invest their energy. So let me break it down for you. I view interests as things that you love to do. You know, you just, they feel good. You know, you can immerse yourself in them. You can lose yourself in them. But a distinguishing factor for me about an interest is it's something that you really like. And sure, you spend time, maybe you spend money in your involvement in it. But there's two things that I think differentiate it from a hobby. The first is at an interest is you don't have a huge investment in getting better at it. Like getting better at it is a great byproduct of maybe just doing it, but you're not focused on getting better at it. And the second is that if you had to let it go, you wouldn't have some huge kickback about it. So as an example, I love sneakers. Like sneakers are just like a real fun interest for me. Uh, I collect sneakers. I really like Air Max 1s and Air Max 90s, and I like some other sneakers as well. I read sneaker blogs. You know, I talk with some friends about sneakers. I've got more sneakers than I probably need. It's fun, but I'm also not out there spending like a thousand dollars on a pair of sneakers. I'm not trying to get some super like obscure pair. I'm not like standing in line for hours and there's certainly nothing wrong with that. It's just, that's not my level of dedication. So I'm not actively trying to like really become a better sneaker collector or have like some really intense sneaker collection. That's because it's an interest of mine. Also, if you told me like, hey, you could never buy another pair of Air Max 1s or Air Max 90s, I wouldn't freak out. Like I'd be bummed about it because I really like it, but it wouldn't be the end of my world. I'd be like, okay, you know, I'd probably just switch into another interest. So for me, an interest again is something you really like. You know, you invest time, you invest some money, you're focused on it, but you're not necessarily actively trying to get better at it. Nor if someone said, hey, you had to stop, would it be a huge thing in your life? So what's different for me around a hobby is it's something, you know, you're like, certainly, and you're invested in, but you're actively trying to get better at, like you're putting focus, like I'm actually trying to hone my skill or hone my ability on this. And the other side is that you actually would push back if someone was saying like, hey, you can't do that anymore. So I'll give you an example. I'm a runner and a cyclist. And, you know, like I think of myself as both a runner and a cyclist and, you know, I do triathlons. And I try and get better at both of those things. So for running, I try and run longer. I try and run faster. I try and run in different kinds of environments. So running from the street versus running in the trails. And around cycling, 
Again, I try and go longer. I try and go faster. I try and take on more challenging things. And I am focused on getting better at them. So I have like, you know, apps that I use. I look at my metrics of how I'm doing. I try and engage in things that are going to help me get better. So like I do some workouts very specifically on muscle groups that are going to help you get better. I do types of conditioning. I eat a certain kind of diet. I'm trying to get better at those things. And if I was told I had to stop doing it, which I have been, uh, you know, I hurt my ankle a few years ago and then hurt my knee and was recommended that, hey, you move off of cycling or you move off of running. And I pushed back. I took the steps I needed to take so that I could address my injuries so I could keep doing it. So these are hobbies that I really am dedicated to, and I love doing them. Uh, They bring me a lot of joy and maybe a little frustration because I'm trying to get better at them, and I don't want to give them up. And the last is passions. And here's the differentiator for me for a passion is that, yeah, you know, it's something I'm into, and it's also something that I'm invested in getting better at, and I wouldn't want to give up. But for me, a passion, and the big distinction here is that being within group is part of your identity. It somehow informs part of your identity. So being within group and actually being a respected member of that community actually matters to you. So we'll go back to cycling and running. Like, yeah, I love cycling and running. They're awesome. But I don't, like I'll call myself a cyclist and a runner, but I don't think of myself necessarily as being an invested member of the community. So for example, I don't really know a ton of other cyclists. Uh, I don't think of it as like a lifestyle for me. The same with running. I'm not part of running groups or cycling groups. And that's certainly not to take away from those at all. I think they're totally great. It's just that being a runner or a cyclist doesn't inform my identity. It's just something that I like to do. But on the flip side, I've been playing music ever since I was 14 or 15 years old. I certainly consider myself as a musician, and very specifically, I view myself as like someone who's involved in punk and hardcore. And being within that scene and understanding myself as part of that community 100% informs my identity, part of my identity. That's the same with being a helper. So prior to what I do now, I was working as a therapist, and I was involved in helping people with addiction and mental health concerns. And then now as a coach, like... I'm here to help people and being a helper and viewing myself within group and being part of a community, a worldwide community of people who are helping others. That is a huge part of my identity and being within group and being within good standing in that group, like having peers and other uh, people in the community who view what I'm doing is valid and the people that I'm offering services for them viewing what I'm doing is valid. That really matters to me. And I'd also say being a small business owner, like owning a business. I realize I actually am quite passionate about it and being within group of that and being respected within that totally matters to me. So I'm actually passionate about that. So the ideas around interests, hobbies, and passions, yeah, those, they all matter. And I split them up that way. It's because I want to know where I put my energy. And so I probably put the least amount of energy into my sneaker collection. Like I totally love it and it's fun, but if I have an extra five or 10 minutes, sure, I'll do that. Around my hobbies, like running and cycling, I structure time. I focus time on being able to do that. And I also set things up so that I can get better at it. But around my passions, like these are the things that I build my life around. I'm really focused on making sure that I can do those things in a way that matters to me because they fill up my cup like nothing else. And at the end of the day, my passions help define me. They're not everything to who I am, but they're a huge part of it. 
So what I encourage everyone listening to do is to really think about it along those lines. Like, what are my interests? What are my hobbies? And what are my passions? And are you really dedicating the right amount of energy to those? Now, the thing you might be thinking about here is like, well, you didn't mention your kid. You didn't mention your partner. You didn't mention being, you know, like a, a son or any of those things. Well, yeah, I view that as being outside of the realm of passion. The most important job that I have in my life is being a father, being a great son, being a great brother, and being a great partner. Those are things that are really focused on others, like taking care of my daughter, you know, really showing up for my mom and dad, showing up for my partner, showing up for my sister. Those are things that are, are beyond what I'm talking about and are the nearest and dearest. So kind of think of it from a, like, if you are going to indulge in yourself, interests, hobbies, and passions. And where do you want to spend your energy? And is your life built in a way that allows you to A, know what they are, B, discover what they are, and C, allow yourself to really indulge and invest in yourself. We are at our best when we find the right balance between the personal and the professional. And part of the personal, and maybe part of the professional as well, is your interests, your hobbies, and your passions. So with that, Take some time, really reflect on this, and make the changes that are going to allow you to be the best version of you. And that's it for this Cadence Sprint, and we'll see you next time on One Step Beyond. One.